happy Monday, everyone, and welcome back to the We No Fantasy Waiver Wire Wishlist. This is Nate with We No Fantasy, and I'm going solo again today uh, for this Week 13 Waiver Wire Suggestion uh, podcast coming at you. Before we hop into things, guys, remember you can always find me on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We No Fantasy. There you can find not only my stuff, but our team stuff uh, shared across the We No Fantasy uh, social media platforms. Remember, we are daily in terms of podcasts, Monday through Sunday, every day of the week. We have a different podcast, and I'm happy to announce that every Sunday now, we have a new addition to this lineup. That's the We Know Fantasy Dynasty and Debbie podcast, hosted by Will Uryan. Their first episode, as he was joined by Nick, a.k.a. the Fantasy Mechanic, came out yesterday. That'd be Sunday, November 29th, and that is live. Wherever you consume podcasts uh, such as this one, you can catch that one. Uh, they talked about their... Uh, top 12 uh, dynasty quarterbacks and running backs, and next week they'll talk wide receivers and tight ends. Some good stuff there, uh, as well as the entire list of We Know Fantasy podcasts that you can find daily wherever you consume your podcasts. Remember, visit our website, weknowfantasy.com. There you can find uh, weekly articles, weekly series, uh, breaking news, and much more. Before we give you guys the uh, week 13, week 13, yes, uh, suggestions let's talk week 12 results if you picked up our quarterbacks and uh running back from last week good for you our wide receivers and tight ends uh, did not do too well quarterback number one Taysom hill new orleans saints 18.52 points kirk cousins the minnesota vikings continues to impress 26.18 points ryan finley the Bengals did not play gus edwards the baltimore ravens that game is postponed not once but twice to now a wednesday night game uh, at this point, it could even be postponed and or canceled later on with what's going on there uh, due to COVID-19 in the Baltimore area. James White was our top addition outside of our quarterbacks. At 14.7, Frank Gore, 11.6, LaMichael Perrine, final staff from the IR, Russell Gage, Atlanta Falcons, 6.4, <laughs> which is amazing. You know, the Falcons put up 40-plus points, and Russell Gage is not involved much. Anyhow, Demir Bird of the New England Patriots, 6.3, Michael Pittman, Came back down to earth, 4.8. Jordan Atkins, or Aikens there, no, uh, nothing on Thanksgiving Day, 0.4. And Dalton Schultz, 7.4 points on Thanksgiving Day as well. So that's how we did in Week 12, Week 13 here. This is the final week of the regular season for most formats. You know, most formats we'll see of Week 14, 15, 16, either a 6 or 18 playoff format going at you there. So uh, some of these additions are crucial. Some of these additions can help you. Uh, get that leg up in your league and uh, see yourself into the playoffs. So let's start it off with a quarterback. This is a great stream for any quarterback uh, needy team or if you're a streaming uh, quarterback type of guy. Here we go. Kirk Cousins, uh, repeat from last week. Minnesota Vikings, of course, own 40% of Yahoo and 20.4% of ESPN leagues. I guess we could say it's time to take uh, Kirk Cousins seriously. Uh, and that's mainly due to an easy schedule. But that easy schedule does not... Stop over his last four games. You know, we we he has averaged twenty two point one three fantasy points, which is great for a wide for a quarterback. And that easy schedule is moving forward. Week thirteen gets the Jaguars here, uh, who have given up the third most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. So, like I said, for people who need a streamable quarterback this week against this Jags porous secondary, porous defense, Kirk Cousins is hot. This Minnesota Viking team is hot. Play him. It's simple as that. Averaging twenty two plus fantasy points. Over his last four games, that's not stopping here uh, at the with this game against Jaguars, and uh, this is a this is one of those uh, moves you could look back and be like, you know, this is why I won my championship. I 
you know, was six and five. I needed that last win on week 13. And, you know, uh, uh, Cousins went out and scored me 28 points or 30 points. And really, you know, I won by two or something like that. These are the moves that really are crucial. Uh, another quarterback here that can help you win your uh, matchup this week, Ryan Fitzpatrick of Miami Dolphins. He's owning just 20% of Yahoo and 21.5% of ESPN leagues. So this is only relevant if Tua is to be out, and I believe he is to be. And that's because this team is uh, getting another easy uh, matchup here with the Bengals. Uh, you know, Fitzpatrick didn't put up lightning numbers like we are used to him, him putting up with throwing the ball a 1,000 times for 400,000 yards, uh, but did play the Jets. And the Dolphins really did not need him to, uh, you know, really put the ball up. He did throw the ball 39 times. Completed 24 of his passes for 257 yards and two scores for just shy of 20 fantasy points at 19.28. Like I said, against the Bengals this week, they've allowed the 12th most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. And in my opinion, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Kirk Cousins are top 10 fantasy quarterback plays this week. I'm going to tweet this out, uh, but if you're listening to this right now, uh, before that tweet goes out, good for you because you're the leg up here. And make sure you are doing your due diligence and playing one of these quarterbacks this week because it is a game changer. Um, a game changer for your league and uh, for the playoffs ahead. You know, fantasy football is all about getting to the playoffs. Then the season resets. It doesn't matter. You know, maybe you get that first round bye. But besides that, it doesn't matter what your record was, how many points you scored to get there. It's like the NFL playoffs. You know, seeding does matter there at home field and bye weeks and whatnot. But fantasy football is different. Seeding does not matter. You can get the sixth seed and you can win it all easily. And uh, so just these two moves here could really propel you into the playoffs. And that's what we're looking to do here at this part of the season. Let's move to running backs, and we have one, Devontae Booker, the Las Vegas Raiders, only 9% of Yahoo and 5.3% of ESPN leagues. I'm hoping these are guys who uh, are Josh Jacobs owners and have their handcuffs properly done. But uh, anyhow, Josh Jacobs did leave that game yesterday or Sunday with the Falcons with a sprained ankle. There is a chance that he does play this week against the Jets with, you know, the Raiders playoff hope still alive. They're 6-5, second in the uh, AFC West. So a win here would put them 7-5 in a good position to uh, move forward um, with the Chargers and, of course, the Broncos way behind there. Uh, but, yeah, if he if uh, Jacobs is not able to go, Booker is a great play. Um, great play. Uh, so they get the Jets this week, which could see Jacobs sitting out because almost a guaranteed victory. So why not rest that guy for a stretch down the – down the uh, end here for seeding or or possibly uh, playoff contention. Uh, but if Jacobs is not to go, Booker uh, would be the top back, would be a must-play in my opinion, at least a flex, maybe an RB2. He's had some good weeks thus far. Let's see, Week 10 against Denver had 16 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns. Week 9 against the Chargers there, uh, eight carries, 61 yards, and a touchdown. And uh, like I said, these are some good showings thus far this season. This Raiders team is – Hit or miss, you get a you know you get a competitive game with the Chiefs one week, or you get blown up by forty points. The Falcons the next. Who knows? But you know, as long as if, if Jacobs is not on the field, Booker uh, would be. If if we can guarantee that Jacobs is not to be on the field, Booker is my number one addition for this week. Like I said, I'm playing for Week 13 and Week 13 only this week. Um, and that's it. That's it. I'm trying to get to the playoffs in my leagues, and uh, you know, some leagues I'm locked in, some leagues I'm still fighting. So this is what you need to do here. Uh, another running back that could help you, I'm a little weary on, but everyone's high on this guy, so I want to mention him. Cam Akers, Los Angeles Rams. He's only 29% of Yahoo and 27.9% of ESPN leagues. He scored his first touch, uh, rushing touchdown of, this, of his career against 49ers on Sunday. He had a stat line of nine carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Had a big run out of uh, out there as well. I think it was 60 or 70 yards. 
but yeah, he did score his first receiving touchdown a week prior and his first career touchdown overall against Tampa. Like I said, be weary though, because uh, in this last game against the 49ers, uh, Malcolm Brown led the backfield in, in snaps at 25, Daryl Henderson at 20, and that left Cam Akers with just 17. He averages nine snaps per game on the season. That's less than 10. That is not good. Not good at all. Uh, I'm just mentioning here because uh, he's a hot topic. People are looking into this. I'm staying away. I, I, I would almost rather have a Frank Gore, who we'll talk about next, than a Cam Akers because this is a, a backfield that is so messy. Uh, you know, he's not getting the touches that, you know, you would expect out of a guy who's owning a quarter of leagues when, uh, you know, when uh, – you know, there's names that are owning less that get, you know, a, a, you know, most of the snaps of a team. So be wary of this. And uh, I don't know. I don't even know if he's a flex play this week, in my opinion. But like I said, Frank Gore is my next running back here. Of course, the New York Jets, the timeless Frank Gore, ageless Frank Gore, only 25% of Yahoo and 18.9% of ESPN leagues. Uh, he's had back-to-back 10-plus point fantasy point weeks. Uh, 15.1 against the Chargers, and then 11.6 against the Dolphins last week. It's a Raiders this week who have allowed the third most fantasy points to opposing running backs. Great matchup there. And by default, he is the pretty much the only running back the Jets have. Uh, we know Le'Veon Bell was caught early the season, and Michael Perrine is now on IR. So this leaves Frank Gore. Frank Gore is there, and uh, you know this team has nothing to play for, so why not give the uh, ageless future possible Hall of Fame some touches? He's seen at least 10 carries and all but two games on the season. He's averaging 16.5 carries between his last two games. This is a this is a player you're not going to expect big numbers out of, but you can't expect a safe floor with that many carries. Um, possibly, you know, you're looking for him to get his uh, 15 carries, I guess, this week. Stumble upon 60 yards, score a touchdown. There's 12 fantasy points uh, for you, and that's a that's a good lock for players who are looking for a safe route. Uh, speaking of routes, school wide receivers here. Got a few good names for you. This is, uh, see, I have four wide receivers here. This is my most of any position this week. Number one, Al Lazard, Green Bay Packers. He's owned 39% of Yahoo and 27.8% of ESPN leagues. Uh, Lazard found the end zone on Sunday for the first time since his return from injury against a, a rather good Bears defense. Let me say that. Um, this is actually his third on the season and just the five games he's played. So he gets the end zone when he's on the field. He's that number two receiver for Aaron. Rodgers, yes, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. Obviously, the only one above him is Devontae Adams. But what a guy to play second field, too, if you're going to play second field with anyone. Uh, But outside of that, his rest of the season schedule is fantastic. Eagles, Lions, Panthers, and Titans to finish out your fantasy football season. Those are, I think they're all in at least a, uh, I don't know, Eagles are somewhat good against the pass, but the other teams possibly could all be top 10, top 15 uh, in terms of points allowed to opposing uh, wide receivers. So uh, Lazard is on my radar to pick up this week. Um, make sure you go out and get him because he could be a game changer down the road when he finally gets healthy and gets a, a lot more snaps under his belt. All right. Denzel Mims is the next guy of the New York Jets. He's only 7% of Yahoo and 4.9% of ESPN leagues. Uh, as Michael Pittman, Jerry Judy, T. Higgins, and CeeDee Lamb have dominated the uh, you know the rookie wide receiver conversation this, this year, Denzel Mims has been in the shadows Kind of doing well with what he's been given. He's flown on the radar. He's, uh, you know, he spent about the first half of the season uh, off the field doing an injury. But since coming back, he's seen at least seven targets in three of his four career games. He gets the likes of the Raiders, Raiders, excuse me, Seahawks, and Browns left uh, on this fantasy football schedule. So this means that this guy here has uh, 
a chance to put up some numbers. He doesn't have much of an offense around him, so he's pretty much the only guy there. You know, we talked about no running game. Sam Darnold, consistent offensive line, not doing much. But Denzel Mims is seeing targets. I know a lot of them are, are you know, boomer bust targets with this guy. But I like the way he's going. If you're in a deeper league, this could be a nice ad for you. And speaking of deeper leagues, here's another guy, Gabriel Davis, the Buffalo Bills. He's only 3% of Yahoo and 1.1% of ESPN leagues. He's another rookie that has uh, had some success here down the stretch. His most recent outing against the Chargers, he got three or four targets for 79 yards and a score. He has that boom and bust potential all over him. Um, like he posted a goose egg last week, but prior to that, he had a, a line of four receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. So he is getting targets. That's, you know, four targets per game, except that last game prior where he had uh, no points whatsoever. But again, deeper leagues, this is a guy, this Buffalo Bills the, uh, offense is hot. Josh Allen is hot. Could really be, uh, you know, a great flex play for you. Or those deeper leagues who have two or three flex positions where you're forced to play your player like Davis. He is better than most in his uh, position down there, owning less than 3% of uh, both formats. Final quarter or wide receiver here came as uh, some news broke today. Will Fuller will miss the rest of the season with a six-game suspension due to the use of performance enhancing drugs. As he announced, on, I believe, on his Instagram page on Monday, this means Kiki Kute, Houston Texans, owner 1% of Yahoo and 0.3% of ESPN League gets a big boost. Not only is Will Fuller out, but Kenny Galladay was released. Not Kenny Galladay, Kenny Stills was released earlier this uh, today as well. So this leaves Kiki Kute as the default second receiver here. I know you have Isaiah Cutter there as well, but Kute is a very similar player to Will Fuller. We've seen how involved he is in this offense. If Kute can get some touches here, uh, get an uptick in production, uh, catch the ball, and stay healthy, this is a guy down this stretch that could very well win you leagues. We've seen it before. Uh, late in seasons, wide receivers are nowhere come. Get a ton of targets. Does something with them. Houston Texans probably aren't making the playoffs there. Uh, there's no surprise. They're, you know, uh, whatever's going on that season this year is pretty much a scrap. But, yeah, Kute is a must-add in my opinion. Especially with this Texans offense and Deshaun Watson rolling recently with the, with the recent firing of Bill O'Brien. Let's do our tight ends quick and uh, wrap up the show. Logan Thomas, Washington football team, uh, pretty much a staple every week on this podcast. He's owning 41% of Yahoo and 24.8% of ESPN leagues. I don't need to really pound this down your throat. You listen to me say this every week. He gets the targets. You know, he's pretty much second on the team in targets weekly. Uh, outside of, of course, Terry McClair, uh, McLaurin, Scary Terry, whatever you want to call him. He did score a touchdown on Thanksgiving Day against the Cowboys and that a uh, big victory there. Safe floor for the tight position. You ha- you can lean on Thomas down the stretch. And again, another staple to this podcast, Jordan Reed, the 49ers, owned 25% of Yahoo, 14.9% of ESPN leagues. He's seen at least six targets, in, or he's seen six targets in each of his last two games. He has some great matchups coming down the road with uh, the likes of the Cowboys and Cardinals. Um, Washington even a suspect against the tight end position. I don't see George Kittle coming back this season, so I think Reed remains the uh, top option there. For whoever, whoever is on our center, maybe Nick Mullins, or if you know Jimmy Garoppolo ever comes back this season, which I think uh, won't happen as well. But yeah, Reed and Thomas are safe floors for you guys down the stretch here in your tight position. So guys, that's it for this week 13 Waiver Wire Wishlist Podcast. Uh, remember, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. You can be found on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Remember, every single day of the week, Monday through Sunday, that's a week, there is a podcast every night. Wherever you consume your podcast, you're listening to this one right now at this point in the season, so where we consume this podcast, check back every single day for different podcasts coming at you, uh, you know, from the uh, great group of contributors we have here at We Know Fantasy. 
Visit our, visit our website, weenofans.com, for weekly series and breaking news articles. All right, guys. Um, that's it for this week, and we'll see you next week.